This is Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. Stanford 90.1 FM. Ryan Atenea Americana. This is Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture on the air and online. Ryan Atenea Americana. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Jubes. Isabel Jubes. Bienvenidos. Atenea Americana. Welcome. Bienvenidos. From Stanford to the world. Atenea Americana with our special inspirational column, Living Our Best Life with uh, Judith Duval. And uh, today we have uh, some questions that we have been receiving in the last weeks for her life coach uh, experience. And uh, she's going to uh, give us a little bit of advice. How are you? Thank you for coming again. Thank you for having me. So... A couple of things. I've been trying to put them into into themes together. So uh, I find one of them is about making decisions. Uh, it will be more like uh, when the decisions are difficult uh, or very important in your life, what is the best way to find the right choice for us? And even the right choice uh, at that place and at that moment of our life, which normally, well, sometimes one choice that we make today wasn't the best one 10 years ago, but it is for us right now. So how do we find it? How, how can we get to the right answer that is going to bring us peace? Yeah, absolutely. I, that's a question I get all the time. It's, you know, sometimes decisions are just tough to make. And, mm -hmm. you know, how do you, how do you make the decision at that moment? Um, and here's my favorite advice and how I make my decisions. I always ask my question, myself the question, is this choice coming from love or from fear. So all of the choices we make, all of the decisions we make come from either a place of love or from a place of fear. And you always want to make the decision that comes from a place of love, if that makes sense. Sure. So let me give you an example. Um, and I'm going to give you an example of one of my workshops um, where I had a participant um, who's allowed me to share this story um, come up to me and tell me about his um, relationship with his brother mm -hmm. and how his brother is um, abusing alcohol and really abusing his body um, and how frustrating it was for him to always see him in that state um, and how he would always, you know, fight with him and say all these things to him, these terrible things to him. And he really wanted to stop. So he came up to me and he asked me, he's like, how can I stop? What I want to do is stop, stop myself from doing this, but mm -hmm. it seems that I can't. Mm -hmm. um, and it was so simple as asking him the question, well, do you love your brother? And he said, yes. And, um, he, you know, he got a little emotional at that moment. And I said, well, where is this decision coming from? You know, when you, when you say these things to him from love or from fear. And it was so clear because he's like, it's coming from fear. And it's in, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's coming from this place of, oh my God, I'm so worried about my brother. What's going to happen to him if he dies, if he, if he continues abusing alcohol, all these things, right? Your, your, your mind, your ego goes, um, goes off, right? Yeah. To this place of fear. And then the fear creates more fear and the fear creates more fear. So I asked him, what would be the solution or what would be the choice, um, your decision, if you made, if you made it from love? Mm -hmm. What would you do? 
And, you know, his decisions would be so, he, and he shared those with me, would be so different had he asked himself that question. So it kind of um, calibrates things for you a bit mm-hmm. when you ask yourself that question. So, and the difference between them, it will be from fear is just uh, trying to stop him or yelling or crying. From love will be, let's find uh, a place for help. Let's do something together to help you out. Right. That's well, so, so for example, so if it mm-hmm. comes from a place of love, you ask yourself, well, you know, what is it that I want for this person? Mm-hmm. I want this person to be safe. I want this person to be okay. I don't want anything to happen to them. How can I help them? If what I want is that, how can I be of service mm-hmm. with them and help them get to that? And help them get to that place, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever it may be, whether it's seeing if they can join a group or maybe it's, you know, just being there for them and, you know, helping them the way they need to be helped versus mm-hmm. you need you pushing them and you coming from a place of fear and, and, you know, all the things that come with that, like it happens, it has to happen now. It happens, to ha- it has to happen on my time and it has to happen this way. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, so that's a, you know, that's a little bit of a more um, complex situation because mm-hmm. a lot of times we want to justify ourselves and say, hey, I'm behaving this way because I do love them. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I do love them. And that's where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. But when you unpack it, you say you think, OK, well, I do love this person, but there's a lot of fear mixed mm-hmm. up there. You know, there's it's not just I love them and I want the best for them. It's I love them and I'm so scared something's going to happen to them and I'm so scared this is going to be the outcome and whatever it is that we imagine in our head. I'm going to give you a, a little bit more of a simple example. So the other day I um, wanted to go to yoga class, but I was so, my day was so jam-packed. So I was so stressed out and I was really trying to make this yoga class happen. Like, you know, I have to go to yoga class. It's a one and a half hour yoga class. And I was thinking to myself, geez, if I just skipped this yoga class, my life would be so much easier, right? Um, but I, what I was trying to make it happen so, so badly. Then I stopped myself and I said, okay, well, I'm going to use my own tools that I use with other people that I, I advise other people to use. And I asked myself, where is this decision coming from, from love or for fear? Mm-hmm. And when I was honest to myself with myself, it was coming from fear. Mm-hmm. I was not going to yoga for the right reasons. I was going to yoga because I thought I really need to work out. If I don't work out, I'll become out of shape. If I become out of shape, this is what's going to happen. And my mind was going from a fear place, from one thing to another to another. If I asked myself the question, well, what would be the decision out of love right now? Mm-hmm. It helped me tune into my body more. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, what is it that I need right now? What I re- need right now is to relax. I need a breather. I need just time. And what would give me that? It won't necessarily be going to yoga. It actually would be just cooking. I love to cook. That's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do. It would just be cooking, just making myself a simple meal, making dinner for my husband and myself and sitting down and eating and sharing with him. That's what I need. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. So I Mm -hmm. skipped my yoga class and I skipped my exercise for the day and I made myself dinner and I enjoyed my time. But you know, a lot of times we forget to do that because we don't ask ourselves that question. Where is this decision coming from? Is it coming from a place of love or is it coming from a place of fear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I just can see, for example, with kids and uh, if they are doing something that is wrong, uh, the first thing you can say is, uh, well, you shouldn't be doing this. Uh, and I'm telling you because 
I love you, and uh, you know, if you do this, you're going to have trouble in society because you're going to be misbehaving and nobody's going to be good for you. Or uh, if you do this, you can fail off the tree and you can break a bone and it's going to be worse for you. But we always do it maybe in a place from fear because you imagine the kid falling off the tree, running to emergency, and then you start just yelling, get out of there. You know, it's different the way how you yeah. how you say things because you are afraid or, or you can imagine that they're going to be like these creatures completely out society and everybody's gonna hate them because they do they behave in certain way or they're too loud or they jump into people and then you just you know it's different the way how you deliver the message while you say well if you find it from a place of love the message will be delivered or or you find a way to do it in a better way yeah i mean you, you're just giving such a great example and, mm-hmm. and you're you know um pointing out something that's so great i would even take it a step back right and you know we all have a lot of different complex situations. So, you know, we can't, you know, there are extremes in everything. But just taking a simple um, situation like the one you said, where if the kid's being loud, even taking a step back before you even speak to the kid, Mm -hmm. it's being able for us to check ourselves, like they say, and ask ourselves, okay, so what happened is my kid is being loud. And what am I doing? Am I being guided by fear? So I'm doing, I'm making an interpretation and saying, oh my God, because he's loud, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen and he's going to end up being expulsed from society when he's like 33 (laughs) years old, right? And that's all Mm fear-based. If, you know, if you take a moment there and you ask yourself, well, what if I'm coming from a place of love? Okay, well, maybe he's going to be personality, in the future maybe this is going to mean that he's going to be you know whatever it is and it'll make him that much more successful in the future so it it helps you to just pause Mm -hmm. before then you say okay he's still being loud and it's you know loud for the situation right now and it's a little inappropriate so i can now come from a place of love and say hey you know you're extroverted you know well you're not going to say this to him but his personality may make him successful in the future. It's just not appropriate for right now what's going on because we're in the library or Mm -hmm. we're in the hospital. And, you know, he just let me share with him why I would want him to be quiet Mm -hmm. or, you know, or tell him why I need him to be quiet. Yeah, not running in the hospital. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. I love that you're enjoying life, but... (laughs) It's not that safe to do it right now. Right. Or it's not that appropriate to run between, you know, beds in the hospital. Right. <laughs> it, and, and, and I think it's okay to say you can't yeah. run in the hospital. It's, you know, you can't do that right now. You're going to get yourself hurt and you're going to get somebody else hurt. Yeah. But when you come from a place of love mm-hmm. and you're thinking to yourself, hey, you know, he's, yes, like you said, it's great that he's full of life. You just can't do it here mm-hmm. versus he doesn't know how to behave. And he's, you know, and, and we start become, getting the yeah, story. It's going to be a pariah in life. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Kind of go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, very, very interesting. Hopefully that will answer our, our uh, listener questions and uh, hope to have more for next week. So remember to uh, email us, go to our website or send us a note at our website in Facebook uh, and we'll answer your questions. Hope to have you there. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. And this was Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Stanford 90.1 FM. Radio Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. This is Radio Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture. On the air and online. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. 
I am Isabel Juvez. Isabel Juvez. Vuelve pronto. Argentina, Americana. From Stanford to the world. Remember to come back soon. Ciao. See you later.